0: Hello, my name is Holly Owens, and welcome to EdUp EdTech, the podcast that keeps you in the know about all the latest EdTech happenings. We interview guests from around the globe to give you deeper insights into the EdTech industry, the field of instructional design, and more. We're proudly a part of America's leading podcast network, the EdUp Experience. It's time to sit back, and enjoy the latest episode of Ed Up Ed Tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of Ed Up EdTech. My name is Holly Owens.
1: And my name is Nadia Johnson, and we're your hosts.
0: And we're super pumped today. We have a fabulous guest who is already energizing us as we were having our intro <laughs> chat. We have Darren Reed, who is a senior executive and head of Stride of the Stride Professional Development Center with us. Darren, welcome to the show. Oh,
2: thanks so much. I'm excited about our time together today. Thank you.
0: We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, we love having fun here and having great conversations, but before we jump into everything stride in the professional development center, we definitely want to know a little bit about you. Tell us about your journey. how did you get oh, here? Man. Tell us about all your experiences.
2: Wow. Absolutely. I mean, it's, well, I think I'll start with the fact that this is my 31st year in education, which is hard to believe, uh, seemed like just yesterday I started teaching, um, uh, most of that time has now been in the private sector. The majority at one point was in the public sector. I was a traditional school leader, principal, teacher, and all those kind of things. Came to 2000, in 2008, came to K-12, uh, who is the leader in online learning uh, in the K-12 space. They were looking for educators to really help inform this changing demographic in the online education space. It was no longer just homeschool students, but rather, you know, a cross-section of every student in the country, right? Uh, who were looking for other options. So, you know, I came on at that time and really was exciting to help um, imagine new schools and schools of the future. Some of my early work included uh, helping to develop some of the country's first blended schools that married the best of face-to-face and online learning. Uh, We opened some cool overage, under-accredited schools in Chicago, San Francisco, San Jose, uh, and a lot of that work really formed the basis of a lot of the blended schools that we see today. Um, golly, had a, a bunch of roles that stride K-12 over the years that I won't focus on at all, but uh, I did actually leave for two years and come back. Uh, I went to go serve as the Executive Director of New Leaders for New Schools, their flagship program, the Aspiring Principals program. really believe in development of school leaders and educators. And so that was a real passion of mine. Uh, but then ended up coming back to Stride two years later because they
0: call that a boomerang employee.
2: <laughs> I am a boomerang indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it was exciting because I was able to bring some of that experience and help launch some of our initial professional development and training uh here at Stride for educators and school leaders. And uh since that time I run our largest region as a company, the Eastern region, overseeing all of our online and blended schools across the country, working with boards Mm -hmm. and school districts across the country. Um, And then over the past year and a half, I've now been leading the Stride Professional Development Center, um, where we've taken all that we've learned about training school leaders and educators and online learning and really helping to transform Uh, the professional development space for for teachers and educators by bringing on-demand content to them at all times. So really excited about that. That's my journey in a nutshell. (laughs) Thanks for asking.
0: Of course. Oh, I love professional development for teachers. And it sounds like just from knowing like you already, I can tell that it's something that really gets teachers excited. And it also that it's going to, it's something and just researching a little bit that they feel is fulfilling and they feel is like yeah. worth it. Cause I know at certain times and Nadia and myself are both former educators, yeah. like that professional development definitely felt forced on us, oh, especially good... when you have to recertify <laughs> and things like that. It was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to sit through this all day training when I could be doing something else. Holly, yeah. I-
2: if I can't, I think you you hit on a, a key point. I just like to, in that, you know, yeah. right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's really rooted in a lot of the market research we did, and that's, you know, unfortunately, 31 years after starting my education career, a lot hasn't changed. Unfortunately, as it relates to professional development, um, we've we've assessed a lot of educators, school leaders, and, you know, they still describe it as often being episodic, uh, not relevant, um, it, you know. Uh, once size. Could have put piece.
1: it in an email. You <laughs> could have put it in an
2: email, right? And,
1: and it's it's um it's
2: it's it's a little uh, you know unnerving to think that you know and and we're this is at a time where you know our nation is facing a teacher crisis, so we need to uh, give teachers what they need. And you know, as a former school leader, there are times when data says that hey, we all need this. We get that. We're not changing that, but we're saying you need to also empower teachers and put the power of learning in their hands and let them choose because they know what they need more than more oftentimes than we do. So it's, it's definitely addressing that issue with PD. So I'm glad you shared that.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes some of the hardest, the hardest thing um, to the hardest type of people to teach is teachers because we know how to teach and we have a certain way in which, Want to be taught so I, I think so that's that's interesting that <laughs> you guys have put so much thought and intentionality. I love that. Absolutely um yeah so who inspired you along along this journey mm-hmm. and you shared more about your who uh, along the way
2: yeah absolutely that's a great question so many folks have inspired me uh I, you know I, I will say this, you know, and I don't mean to be cheesier at all, but the young people have inspired me the most. And, and I say that because the young people that I've taught, right, because I think, you know, we all have our story and my story, you know, growing up in East Cleveland, Ohio, um, was one that it was teachers and educators and mentors who really helped shape me and and really helped, you know, build the trajectory of my life and my career. And so, entering the classroom, the last thing you could do was convince me that these kids weren't geniuses and couldn't learn. And, you know, so that was, so my really, my inspiration really came from seeing the light bulbs come on from my kids throughout my career. And, you know, I think it's a good point to say that, you know, people always say like, what's your journey or where, like, I never wanted to do anything but teach. I I really didn't, that's, and, um, but like most of us, once you, experience that and have a level of success you want to expand your footprint like how can i impact more kids um and certainly there were mentors and folks who inspired me you know teaching is about stealing can't even name the number of teachers i've stolen good ideas from you know uh, <laughs> borrow <laughs> it borrowed right and then we yeah. give them away sharing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it really is the students who, you know, are the inspiration. Even now, 31 years later, I still feel so energetic about this work because ultimately you impact students when you impact educators and help them be, be their best selves. So,
0: oh, that's, that's so awesome and inspiring and you know, definitely. And I said the same thing. I was like, I'm going to be a teacher for life. And then I fell in love with ed tech and instructional design and now, you know, have the podcast, everything is just, you want to like just this impact and this like kind of you're learning and then you turn around and you're giving back at a certain Absolutely. point, a certain stage in your career. Uh, So it really sounds like that's what you're doing now or have been doing for quite a bit.
2: Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, look at, look at the impact you guys are having. This is, we're still doing the work. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're, we're super excited about how fast this the yeah. show has been growing in the past like six to 12 wow. months it's really it's really cool to hear from people how much they like certain episodes or they love what we do yeah. and it's just really inspiring all around and we you know as you know we touch on a lot of different topics Indeed. Um, in education related all right i'm gonna i'm gonna ask the next question but i'm gonna change it up a little bit because sure. we usually ask the guests about ed tech um and defining that and you know uh-huh. what that is but i want to know from you what how do you define professional development? Oh,
1: good question. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That is a really <laughs> good question.
2: It you know, first of all, it is a such an umbrella term, right? There's so much. It it spans industries, no particular industry owns it, you know, as it relates to educators and, and schools and, and teachers, and it's really about sharpening your practice. Um, that's what I think it is at the core, at, at its heart. Um what it's become at its worst state, right?? I, you know, obviously, there are great things about it and they're great PD that schools and districts and folks have all over. But at its worst, it's also, you know, a check the box. It's a, um, what do I need to do to be recertified to continue, you know, to stay current, you know, enough just to get by. But I think the research even shows us that teachers want to learn. they want to grow. and And one thing I like to say about professional development, You know, when I was at New Leaders for Schools, we used to always say this, one of my favorite quotes, I don't know where it comes from, but it is, you know, the answer is always in the room, you know, and when you think about it, I I don't care what problem educators have, if you get them together, somebody has the answer and they can solve it. So the problem is they don't often, we don't often have the structures that allow educators to even come together amongst themselves to unpack and solve those kind of problems to me that's professional development it doesn't require an outside entity and and again teachers engage in professional development all the time the amount of time they spend at night at home next door you know and you know to next door teacher mentors um so I, I think that's a great question that it's a formal thing but it's also an informal thing that's just ingrained with any educator who wants to sharpen their practice. Our, our goal with our professional development is really helping to change the narrative and about how you access it, when you access it. And, you know, as. K-12, we've been instrumental in changing the industry in uh, online education as as a whole. So we've, you know, the way I like to describe it, we've taken down the barriers of time and space, right? You don't have to learn in a particular time or in a particular four-room classroom. Technology allows us to expand that. Well, the same thing can be applied to professional development, and it's happening already, and we're glad to be contributing to that work.
1: I think you touched on a good point, Um, and thinking about professional development as something like we get engaged in all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I feel like I, thinking back on that, I'm like, I think I, I definitely learned more from the colleagues, the teachers, the people I was working with more so than sitting in a PD. Um, yeah. So I think it's important to kind of also view that as professional development, because at the end of the day, it, it really is. Um yeah, So true. You get
2: so much from from your colleagues but again you know oftentimes educators will tell you they don't even have
1: enough time to engage yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely um so can you tell us more about um strides like professional development development center and what you guys are doing um to kind of help teachers um and professionally develop teachers in this space
2: yeah absolutely i'm excited about this part so you know, what the Stride PD Center is an ever-growing on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that really allow educators to learn anytime and anywhere. Um, you know, we're content agnostic, meaning, you know, we know we don't have the flavor of, of the day or this silver bullet will will solve your, your challenges because we know educators everywhere need everything, right, at different times. So our goal is to have an ever-growing library of content um, that is easily accessible, um, one thing I'm really excited about is that, you know, it's not a PowerPoint, you know, for 45 minutes and somebody's talking over it, right? We, we've been really intentional about how we've designed our courses. So it's a mix between watching some live video, listening, uh, and also reading, right? And, and there are, you know, assessments built in, you get a certification or certificate at the end of each course. Um, but the idea is that you know you can start it. You know, let's say I have, kids are gone. I have about thirty minutes. I want to unwind. Let me hop on my phone and start this course. Right. Ten minutes later, okay. Let' try. Or as we talk, Holly in the DMV. Let's say traffic is gone. <laughs> now you want to get in get in your car, go home after you put the kids in bed. Now you can hop back on your laptop and do PD. Like you know, the idea is that they don't have to be time bound by PD. Um, so again, it's a and again, it's an ever-growing repository of high-quality courses. The other thing I want to point out about the PD Center is that, you know, we have amassed over two-plus decades thousands of training assets um, that will are being developed into courses that will live on our site. Um, but we also are partnering with subject matter experts around the country, right? Again, to our point earlier, educators everywhere have, you know, I always say, I don't care what school you go into the country, somebody has figured something out. And we want to tap into that, whether, you know, I've been to places where nobody had better classroom management than my cafeteria manager, right? you know, I mean, like, there's great folks doing great things, how do we tap into them and help and partner with them and build dynamic courses, so if you're an educator out there, if you have great practices, uh, go to our site stridepdcenter.com. Go to our content partners page and fill out the form. We love to partner with you and help you know connect with our designers and turn your quality content into a course. So that's essentially you know where we are. And I guess I should say the last thing is you can. Uh, we're excited that you can pay a relatively small fee and have access for a year to all the courses. Right? It's free courses, paid courses, or you can pay as low is $29 for a course. So we're, it's, we, we really thought about educators. We understand that, you know, salaries and affordability is important to them. So we wanted to make sure we met that need.
0: Well, that's wonderful. And I, I know that um, a release came out about a month ago about that new teachers get access, they get free access to the Stride Professional Development Center. So when they're starting out, when they really need that support and they need that help and they need that on demand, they're getting
1: access for free.
2: Man, Holly, I'm so glad you shared that. Awesome. You know, again, talking about the teacher shortage that we're facing right now, you know, as educators exit the profession and you know, we have a new generation of folks who are, you know, spend less time in a single career and education is a part of that. But the data also shows that within the first five years, first year teachers are leaving the profession faster than any other teacher segment. So we really wanted Very to sure. help. Get them off to a strong start. And, you know, I've been a principal, I've been in districts, and they do a good job of really helping onboard teachers and get them acclimated. We want to go further and give them another leg up uh, in their first year, because that first year can can make or break you. So Uh, I really want to say this one plug. No matter where you are in the country, if you're a first-year teacher, if you know a first-year teacher, have them go on to our site. They get a year free access. Uh, all they have to do is put in the code that's uh, on there to check out and they get
1: access.
0: Absolutely. And it's going to be in the show notes.
2: Excellent.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I know that will be awesome for for those first year teachers that are looking to to get that extra help. I know as a first year teacher, I struggled. <laughs> like oh, just cool. thinking back on it, if I had a resource like that, I think, Um, it would have been, I I would have been a little bit better equipped, um, to to enter the classroom. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Just staying a week ahead of them in the content and like learning, I mean, higher education doesn't prepare you for the real thing, even (laughs) though you do student teaching, I feel like there's a lot more to it than that little, that small little experience that you get student teaching. We just
2: talked about that, Holly and and Dana. now, yeah, when when even when, fortunately I went to Hiram College, so I want to give them a shout out years and years and years Woo. ago uh, in Ohio. <laughs> but they were they were they got it right right before my student teaching. I was constantly in in the field in various experiences, whether it was short periods of t- time or longer periods of time. And then when I did my student teaching, it all came together. But for many schools and students, unfortunately, their first time in the classroom is their student teaching experience and. God forbid, they have a horrible experience, right? And then they are entered into the profession. So you hit on a great point, you know, schools of education or teacher prep programs, the more they can have teacher or teacher candidates in the classroom experiencing different school communities, different grade levels, it's only going to give them a better a better heads up when they get in the classroom.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're already doing some awesome stuff that, yeah. you know, and giving that free access to new teachers is there anything that you have upcoming that you can share without violating any NDA or you know, <laughs> yeah. be, quite, be secretive sure. agreements that sure. you can share with the audience or any goals that you have at the Stride Professional Development Center that you can share?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, our goal is we want to get as many teachers, you know, we have over three million teachers in the country. We want to get as many on our platform as poss- possible. We really want the Stride PD Center to be a one-stop shop for your PD needs. Um, again, you know, you have our courses, but in addition to our courses, you have, you know, takeaway resources in within every course, um, and also our team has curated. So, for example, instructional uh, practices. Not only do you get our course and the associated documents and templates, we've also curated free resources on the web, and that's on our site as well. Um, so you have access to all of that. And the plug here I want to put is that we also want to connect educators around the nation. You know your grade level, your classroom, your school, your district, your state, you're part of a teacher cohort, but technology allows you to connect with educators everywhere. So we have an annual promising practices, virtual conference uh, that happens every year. It's March 1st, 2024. Uh, We will be blasting. You can see some information on our website right now about it, Uh, but we are doing massive marketing promotion for this and we'll call for proposals, keynote speakers, we'll have virtual vendors. It'll be really exciting. So more to come on that, but go to our site and uh, uh, put March 1st, 2024 in your calendar for promising practices uh, from Strive Professional Development Center.
0: Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes too, so everybody can link out and bookmark it so they're prepared for... March is like feels like right around the corner. I honestly, know. it's It'll like almost seen, it's like we just started Q4, but I feel like uh, this is gonna the rest of this is gonna fly by,
2: especially with the holidays forthcoming and fall. Yeah. So oh yeah, goes yeah. quickly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I want to ask you another question um, out of all the professional development opportunities, the on-demand things, all the resources you offer, do you have any favorites that Ooh. you want to share? Or ones that you're like, you know, we just really went all in here and you people should definitely go look at this one. I don't want you to play favorites, but I yeah. kind of do. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here, Darren, and I apologize, but no, I love, no. what do I, you I, like? I, I like
2: so many. Um, I will say, you know, our, our, and I, I will I will not play favorites. I know my designer is probably are somewhere listening to this, <laughs> but um, so uh, there's a lot that goes in both our free courses as well as our paid courses. And um, I think what I, you know targeted instruction is one of our most popular courses. Um, but I will share one course that's my personal favorite. It's, it may not be the most dynamic, and it's one of our free courses. But it's called Problem of Practice, um, and essentially it's a I'll try to sum it really quickly, but it allows it's a it's a protocol the problem of practice consultancy protocol uh, created by the Annenberg Institute and some other folks in the 90s, but it was around what we talked about getting folks in the room and helping them solve each other solve the challenges and um, it describes a protocol that teachers can use together, principals and school leaders can use together, and you exercises protocol. And what it does is a single person would bring a problem to their peers, their peers serve as the consultancy group, and you walk away with really strong takeaway actions to help you with whatever challenge you're facing. Not only does it help the person with the problem, but it helps everybody because everybody has those similar issues. So there is a free course on our site that walks you through the problem of practice consultancy protocol. Um, Again, the answer is in the room, and this helps get the right people in the room to solve problems because PD doesn't live outside of the education space. It lives with those who are doing the work. And that's a course that speaks to that. So, but many good ones on there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. That one sounds like it sounds
1: interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I learned that it really was exposed to that at new leaders for new schools. And I've seen it in face-to-face with a room full of 200 school leaders and I've even done it online and it's equally as powerful, but a cool protocol so
0: awesome uh, we're gonna link that on the show notes too
1: excellent (laughs) yeah there's gonna be a lot lot of of
0: cool cool resources
1: yeah a lot of cool resources to share that's awesome Mm -hmm. um so kind of coming to a close is there anything that we missed anything else that you want to share about stride pd center or the work that you're doing
2: yeah you know i think what's the only thing i'll do here and i'll plug you know stride is such a amazing organization. We are obviously helped innovate the, the, you know, the online education space for students, but, you know, we now are beyond just the K through 12. We're into adult learning. Um, and we have Stride Professional Development Center. We have Stride Tutoring. We have Learning Hub. You know, I really am excited, you know, 31 years in, hopefully you can even hear the excitement in my voice, um, because we're we're really contributing to schools of tomorrow, helping to innovate education. And so even as, as much as I'm excited about the Stride PD Center, and I hope everybody goes to sign up, even if it's a free account or paid account, um, I really encourage folks to look at the suite of offerings and, and resources we provide for educators and schools from Stride as a whole. It's it's a really cool time for us. And uh, uh, I wish I could plug each of my uh, colleagues and their businesses, but it's a well, great- Well, they
0: need to come time. on the show or we need <laughs> well, to do something live as exactly. a panel- Everybody gets the opportunity to talk about their line of business and what they're doing. And then we'll see all the connections and how everything flows, how everything
1: works together. Yeah.
2: Indeed. Indeed. would love that.
0: Awesome. Well, last question for you, Mm -hmm. and this is a big one. We want to know from you, what do you think in your 31 experiences, what does the future of education look like? Where are we going? I love this
1: question. Me too. Such
0: a, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> such a
2: great question. Um, I I won't belabor. We know that um education as far as it's come, and it's come a long way, and, and there's some really cool things happening. Um, there's still some antiquated parts of the system that we can you know adapt and get to. But I think the biggest impact is the advent of AI and, and technology and 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 us embracing that in the most positive way. Um, When we do that, I think it allows us to be more efficient in how we teach, uh, how students learn, how we not only close the the achievement gap from the lowest students to the middle of the pack, but the gap that we often always talk about and miss, and that's from students where they are who are not low and what their potential is. I think it allows us to really differentiate In an unbelievable way. So I think education of the future is such that really, and and, and I will say this, you know, because it it can be scary often for teachers. I think it, it it elevates uh, the role of educators even more so because that teachers don't want to teach to test. Not that that's what they're doing, but they really want to engage and find out who kids are individually and use technology and resources to help all of them. That's what educators want. So I think schools of tomorrow are going to equip not only teachers, but schools with that technology and how we're ready to meet that uh, that need is going to determine the future of schools. So I'm excited about it and hope the PD Center is a great way to help, you know, get us there.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm yeah. sure it's going to be like a gonna be a catalyst for that. I for think so. Sure.
2: indeed, indeed.
0: Well, we can't thank you enough, Darren, for coming on the show and sharing your excitement about the education space um, and all the different things you're doing at the Stride Professional Development Center. We look forward mm-hmm. to seeing what's coming up for the year.
2: Likewise. no, I, I really appreciate this. um I look forward to our the podcast airing. And if any questions, folks can reach out to us on the PD Center site.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've just experienced an another amazing episode of Edtech. Ed Be sure to visit our website at edupedtech.com to get all the updates on the latest EdTech happenings. See you next time.